Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yes! I hit it! Yes! Uh, so, so, obviously, I have... Well, welcome to Seat Time, everybody. This is actually episode 73. I can warn you right now, this is nowhere near the train track that we wanted to be on. This is pretty much the train wreck of the evening. But we're having fun with it. You know, the good thing is, is we have lots of fun people here at SMS Racing tonight. Right, guys? We had awesome camera ideas, all kinds of fun stuff set up, but then when shit hit the fan, we just realized we're going to get a webcam, some awesome audio, and just make stuff happen. And that's what we're doing. For those of you who do not know, my name is Brian Pierce. What you're watching is Seat Time right now. Seat Time is brought to you by Fly Racing. We have to say thank you to Fly Racing, Ride PG, which is a great sponsor of ours, and of course, Squarespace. All great sponsors of Seat Time. Please go check them out. We'll have more to say about them for the evening. But this fine, handsome, older gentleman right next to me right now. Yeah, I said older. What up? I probably have more gray hair than he does. Is Mr. Brian Story. So we're going to pass this back and forth. Not that we're trying to remember college by having this in our face, but that it's cute. So Mr. Brian Story, I just want to know, how's your evening going? Tell me about a little bit what's going on. Uh, we're, we're pretty wheels off. And uh, uh, But it's we've been having a good time being wheels off. Did, did we start with wheels, I think, is the better question. I'm not sure we had wheels when we got started tonight, so and if we did, then we lost them pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, we may have brought them, but unfortunately they got left in the car, and the car is about eight miles away. So that's about where we're at right now. Okay, so obviously seat time. This is this is what we do here. We, we, we enjoy some adult beverages. We talk about some of the racing that goes on, and a, a lot of relevant news. And I think some of the relevant news is the fact that SMS Racing, where we're at right now, is going to be powering, you know, a Supercross East team. So if you would, just so I don't screw it up because I have, can't even tell you all the stuff that I've had going on, tell me a little bit about the sponsors that you guys have in your team so that we can then move on to something else and then come back because I think that sounds fun. All right. we uh, Just make sure it stays on the whole time. Cause that's cool. Got it. Okay. Uh, like I know how to tell if this thing's on or not. But uh, anyway, we are a East Coast 250F team. We are uh, racing this weekend in Dallas for our first rounds. Um, we are the uh, PassportWorld.com, National Switchgear, Shea Racing, powered by SMS Racing Team. Uh, this is going to be uh, the fifth year for Shea Racing, but the second year SMS Racing has built the motorcycles. We do motor suspension. We build the whole bikes in-house, and uh, Dallas is our home round, so we get to start out right here at home and, and uh, go after it right off the bat. Um, we've got our display model sitting here behind us. She's beautiful. Uh, everybody can fondle her this weekend at Dallas. So, <laughs> she feels good, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Might be better. <laughs> very nice. But, uh, but we are very proud to have the seat time guys here for the third time. And, and uh, uh, Woody's a great guy, and we're glad he came to play with us again. I think that I think that's uh, worth mentioning. I think it, I think it's worth mentioning the fact that you said this is the third time. So what was it? Episode ten back when Bloody and I started sitting down on a couch drinking beer, talking about motorcycles, that it turned into ten episodes. Then we came here, we sat down, had a couple people watch, and then we did episode forty-nine, which was last year, almost a year ago, which was uh, what was it? A gallon full of awesome, or forty-nine dollars, right? Whatever. It was expensive. Whatever. That was the first the first moment on the show. Oh, that was for Josh. Yeah. Yeah, he brought. He, he called back the demons on that one. But 
So, and then now we're here for the third time because of the fact that we've got the Supercross coming back. You guys are involved with another awesome Supercross East team. I think it's fun to meet those guys because that's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to some of the riders. We're going to drink more beer and belch a little bit more, unfortunately, probably. That's what's going to happen. But for those of you who had no absolute idea, we're not just sexy faces. And we're not just people that have awesome mustaches. Well, just one of us are there. We're actually dirt bike racers. And this past weekend, we were at, uh, what was it, round three and four, round two and three of the T-Sec Enduro Series. And that's a lot of fun for us because of the fact that that's what he, uh, where he, I guess, gained his teeth, grew his teeth, gained his roots. I did, I did a little bit of everything. There's, there's yeah. some slogans there, whatever, that I'm missing, right. but that's fine. But we had fun this past weekend. I, tell me, what did you think? About the Red Canyon Enduro, your story. The, uh, the Red Canyon Enduro was uh, it was it was very nice. There was red dirt and lots of canyons. And uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie, what there was. Right. Uh, I was I was very impressed. I started a minute behind Woody uh, in every test, and uh, he, he rode like a hero. And uh, it was it, it was impressive. I thought on, on Saturday, the first day, I thought it was honestly gonna be the first day since Woody has been in the Double A class that I didn't catch him in a single test, and then the last test, he fell apart on me. Yeah, if anybody didn't get what's going on there, so what happens is Brian typically comes up behind me to race, and then he just makes it happen. It's very awkward, I get over it, I'm used to it. Shammy butter, I'm just saying. <laughs> he's, he's getting used to me coming up behind him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Sean on the weekends. Though. <laughs> Obviously, since everybody else gooed, ooed and awed at that, we'll let you guys... You're going to cast asleep on Yeah, Google. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Google and search that and figure out what that might mean for you. Uh, but no, we, I, think we, I think we had a fine job this past weekend. Cole Kirkpatrick did an amazing job. I think the first day, day one, because of the fact we had racing on Saturday and Sunday, with Saturday's racing, he did not, even though he was dominant, he didn't seem to dominate as much as he did on Sunday. I think... Maybe he was holding someone in reserve or something just to come back, and that way he could kick everybody asses by, like, what, eight, seven, eight minutes on Sunday? Yeah, he, he didn't dominate on Saturday the way you like to be dominated normally. So, uh, but uh, on Sunday he came back and... and put it Saturdays are domination. <laughs> yeah, that Saturdays are your domination days. But, uh, but no, he, he won convincingly both days. Uh, Cole's just immensely talented. When you go out to West Texas, you go out to Lubbock, where he, he grew up, he's just in a, in a league of his own and uh, was truly impressive this weekend. All right, so congrats to Cole getting the first. And then we had uh, Martin Howe got the second on Saturday. I had to close my eyes for that one. I saw it coming towards my face. And then Hayden uh, Franklin got third on Saturday, and then on, they switched places. They switched places on Sunday, so we had uh, Hayden Franklin in second, and then we had Martin Howell in third. The fun thing about Martin Howell is that he jumped on his dad's two-stroke because his four-stroke wouldn't start. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Um, Martin so, so it sounds like you probably know more about it than I do, so just go ahead and tell oh me. Okay. Hey, English guy, sit down. <laughs> so, Martin, Martin came over to me as it was about five minutes before the start on Sunday and came over and, and uh, anyway was having some issues which by the way it's super impressive to see someone like Martin from South Texas in the sand country go out to West Texas in the hard pack and the rocks and be as fast as he was but uh, he was he was really really impressive and then uh, had a had a leak in a fuel injection system that uh, we couldn't fix he switched bikes at the last minute and went to the start line and rode a switch from a four stroke to a two stroke that uh, that he didn't even change anything on and hopped right out there and still got third 
Yeah, that wouldn't have happened for me. It would have been like me going to a Strider. And like, where are my pedals? Oh, right. <laughs> so, well, congrats to those guys. Uh, some other off-road news going on. It sounds like, uh, what is it, Rayla can't get almost my butthole. <laughs> I mean, that's for later. Oh! Oh, no! The seaside glass ringer. Oh, that's my nipple! Ah! This is just getting off hard. <laughs> all right, all right. So, one of the other things that we had the Torn going on in Texas, and then, of course, we had Torx, so those other two series that were going on. We had Rail of Kamsi and a couple other guys out there. Uh, uh, you want to you give us some shout-outs yeah. to the guys who did good this weekend? That's me. Um, I'd like to give you a shout-out. Uh, Brandon Glenn, he won. Um, of course, you know, I'm 22, so, of course, I have to go 2-2 two, two for the weekend. Uh, just, you know, stay true to the numbers. No win for that guy. Yeah. I did. I pulled the scorpion though, and in, into the mud hole, feet over the handlebars. Because they don't know how to ride. Uh, hey, okay. I'm not a cup. Anyways, <laughs> but he is pretty empty. Right. So, <laughs> so Torin, we went. Uh, uh, Brandon Glenn won. I got a second, and uh, Austin Henderson third. Torx on Sunday went down. Sunday, there. Sunday, Sunday. It was a good Monday. day. It was a good day. A little bit of rain came in. Water truck just a little bit too much. It was muddy as can be. It's a Saturday night stance. Yeah, basically. So Josh Young won. I got second. And third went to the oh-so-enthusiastic Cody Potts. He's uh, he was really pumped to be on the podium. I'd be pumped to be on the podium with you. Oh, I, I thank you. That's why. They, that's why they give me the strawberry champagne, specifically me. That wasn't specifically. That was specifically. Specifically. He needs to go back to the east. Okay. Yeah. Raylan Kamsey out. How can I? Thanks for sponsor. Enjoy your course. Yeah. I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that guy's been on the throttle too much recently, I think. Uh, he does use yeah, SMS racing suspension and motors as well. Me too. So is that why you got second, or that's why you did so well? Uh, that's why I did so well. Otherwise, it would have been way back. Right. Okay, that's, right. I mean, that's fine by me. I haven't had my motor or my suspension work by you guys at all. <laughs> Are you sure? You I'm pretty sure your bike came from here. No, the bike came from here, yeah. Right, right. I'll, I'll work it for you. Yeah, he's going to work it hard. All right, so then we move a little bit to the West Coast. Uh, on the works was really nice because of the fact that Robbie Bell got his first works, his first works win ever. Um, and I'm pretty impressed with that. We did an interview with uh, Robbie Bell and Russell Bobbitt uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, really cool dude, I'm not going to lie. He seemed like he was a really GQ. Obviously, he had very, very white teeth. Very noticeable on the internet, which was interesting. I could notice that, but I did. Um, it was really fun to talk to, and I'm really glad that, you know, maybe his seat time success is what has now brought upon his work success. It, I would assume that's what took him to the next level. I mean, I mean if you were on it, the it, internet with me, would you not feel more awesome? I, it, it, just, it just gives yes. you awesome. It just gives you awesome, and, and, and clearly that was the reason why he won his first ever works race. Yeah, I'm going to give it to us. This, this is the history that you've got. Yeah. So so that means you guys are going to do phenomenal this weekend at Dallas, aren't you? Oh, oh yes. The the team. This is it's. We're going to set new levels this weekend. If they stop drinking now, they will be hydrated. We're <laughs> <laughs> thinning the blood out. Right. Well, you know, thins the blood out. Get rid of the heart pump. You know, especially with the jitters in the first round. I'm thinking this. This is this is race prep. Yeah. This is the way we get the jitters out, folks. Is we all meet here on a good Tuesday evening up at seat or uh, at SMS with seat time. Yes. Just. 
to make shit happen. Right. You don't have an official seat time place. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That office is pretty hobbled. But uh, and then if we were to go like super east coast, of course you had the work uh, sorks. <laughs> I mean, all these like little like. There's a word for this. Let's just call it an East Coast Wheelie race. Yeah, because they're, like they're racing in the shape of Paul Wibley, who was. Sork sounds kind of painful, doesn't it? I know that is definitely not my Saturday night. My Saturday night with you is not that painful because I know how small it is. No, no. Somebody need to get another beer. <laughs> yeah, can somebody bear me? Seriously, guys. We're, we're, we're live on the internet here, and we're out of drinks. <laughs> oh, gosh. You do know that if I would have made that <laughs> shot, you would have had to have dang oh. a bit. Oh, with, right. with the coin? You, yeah, I would have made it. You and could, could, the coin. could, uh, um, could I get a thing? piece of pizza that was uh, brought to us by Comfort Roofing? Uh, preferably one not previously eaten. Any preference on your call. I'll take whatever you guys can give us here. I'll take the English choice. I'll take As long as you're doing this here, Scuba Steve, just remember the table's on the floor. Don't mess that up. I'll take it. You know, I'm don't. Fill your hands up. I'm equal opportunity. Just remember, don't kick that thing, Mr. I don't I'll take that to no, from your fans. Pizzas from your fans. Yes. Pizzas. Oh, yeah. Does anybody else notice how awesome his onions are? Oh, I'm good. I don't need any of your meat kind, sir. If you bring it back later, we might talk a little. You knock off some of that crust, and I'll be gluten free and you'll be a good time. <laughs> All right, so appreciate our pizza boys. No, of course, Scuba Steve Clark. Scuba Steve Clark. Yeah. Steve Clark. We're gonna get more from him later too. Yeah, we'll get back to him later. All right, so Sorks. Of course, we were talking about the fact that it does not sound like the best time, but it may have been a good time. Paul Wibble, who just got back in town, or in the states anyway, rather you may. From uh, New Zealand, where he's been racing down there and winning a lot, you know, he's kind of doing the whole thing. He's kind of off of the USA schedule, so he's down there racing. He does a lot of winning all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's only like you know what the 2012 GNC champion. Yeah, he does win like New Zealand champion. Yeah, he he wins here in the US too. So it it yeah, it doesn't really boggle the mind that he went you know and came to sorts and went ahead and won there, beat a lot of other big names. So it's going to be interesting to see if that's a. I mean, Josh Drain was an so I'm looking forward to seeing him back now. Do you know about that? Is he going to be back racing in the Cowie privateer status? Josh Franks wasn't out there? Or he, was out there. he was not out there. He was not out there. So he's going to, but he will be back at the GNCC this year on the East Coast. He's not going to be well, it'll be good for him to, I mean, the East Coast seemed to be where he thrives, so it'll be good to have him back on the East. So I agree. I'm really looking forward to that. So Josh Strang. It wasn't just about Germany for you and me. We're going to have a whole other relationship. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an amazing time. I heard you had a good time with the Australians. So. Dude, oh, I didn't have a good time. I had a very unmemorable time because I don't remember shit. <laughs> I thought that's a good time with some Australians at, at six days. So yeah, you can have a good time with Aussies. I don't need to remember any of this. My wife doesn't need to know what just happened. I'm just going to forget it from memory. Okay. As we as we were mentioning, the first time we ever came to SMS to do the Sea Time episode was I don't know, Stephen, did anything just break because Caleb fell on everything? No. Maybe it did. Uh, Still working over here. Sweet, awesome, love to hear it. Okay, don't fall over anymore, especially that way. Come on, Caleb. 
Uh, so we're we'll get back here at SMS time, okay? We did our, our tenth episode of Seed Time. We did the first episode uh, for being with you know the SMS Racing Team with the KTM powered by for episode forty nine. And now we're at episode seventy three. So it says a lot that you guys that we're continuing to move forward. I think it's Seed Time, and then at the same time, when that five years up and I have to start a new business so I can tax right on shit, we'll see what it's called then. But right now, SMS Racing is still the same. That was seventy three. And that's my son's racing number. What's that number? It's just like a nothing else, guys. I like math. Back it off. This is dad talking. Oh, I got him. Whoa. Okay, no, but seriously. <laughs> seriously? So I want to know more seriously. about you getting involved again <laughs> with the Shea Racing team, Supercross D's, making some oh. badass KTMs. What up? <laughs> it's time to get serious. <laughs> it's time to go race in Supercross. <laughs> Do we need to bring Tapped Out in? Because he looks like oh, he's ready to roll, man. Yeah. 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 He's on the red limiter back there. Yeah, yeah. we get some Tapped Out moto over here. Cool. I, I think he's we're going to have water out. Um, there we go. Tapped Out moto. He's he's our official representative <laughs> from National Switchgear. That's scary. And, uh, That's scary. Anyway, when we go to Dallas this weekend. Everybody Hi. look for the blue wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Just look for the blue wheels. Look for the good starts. Look for the blue wheels. And here is, is Tapped Out Racing himself. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's scary. scary. Yeah. That's scary. Tell, tell, us, tell us what National Switchgear is. For the people, for the moto people out there that don't know what National Switchgear is, tell us what National Switchgear is. Is that like knives or something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> National Switch. We are falling off with last year. Good people that love Supercross. Good people. You got to scoot over there, man. I'm going to move the camera. Oh, 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 and we're looking to bring on good people at National Switchgear to be with National Switchgear. Take a look at this poster. All right, now, tap down. Step up for me. Okay. Come in the shot. Get out of the shot. Can we, can we get a shot of this real quick? You can see it. I think it's there. For all you technicians out there that it's not turning out the way you planned, we have wonderful job opportunities at National Switchgear. Where you actually get paid for being a technician. That's right. Yeah. And uh, sounds like a slogan to me. Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. Not every gotcha. not every hero wears a cape. That's yeah. right. So only ones that die in awkward accidents. Electricity is here to stay, and uh, we're looking for good people. So bring it. Bring it. Bring, bring it on. It. All right. Bring it on. So if I'm looking for a career change, I'm a pretty amazing guy. You're no. You don't. No. What? No. Yeah. I'm out. Apparently, yeah. that's not good You're for me. Oh. Uh, I'm out. All right. So I want to know a little bit about how last year, um, you know, SMS powered this team. Uh, and the only reason why I keep saying this team is because of the fact that I know that, one, the sponsors have changed a little bit, and two, I don't want to screw it up for anybody, honestly. Like, we, we've had a lot going on. We're just going to try to get all this correct. But last year, you know, SMS helped power this team, and now they're back again for another year. Um, and you have 
uh, even though being a Supercross fan, never really been involved with Supercross as, I guess, um, you know, a full-on sponsor as you are now. So I want to know what went right last year or went wrong that you either wanted to continue for this year or change from last year. That really, you know, makes it worth it for you, like why you're here. The, the Supercross thing, in our industry, this, the Supercross is... I mean, it's really the epicenter. It's really the highest level. U.S. Supercross is as good as it gets. Um, it's where the best of the best come together. And uh, it, it gives guys like me, um, who have been lifelong racers and been committed to this sport my entire life, my whole life has been dedicated to off-road, motorcycle, riding and racing, whether it be motocross, arena cross, supercross, enduro, cross country. If you can ride it in the dirt, it's what, it's what I've always done. And um, I'm getting a little older now. I still race on a regular basis. I was on the six days team in Germany last year. Uh, I raced a lot of uh, arena cross and supercross when I was younger. And I've done a little bit of everything, but at my age now, it's it's just it's just not possible for me to do Supercross and, and be able to do this. Um, but I can live vicariously through these guys, and it gives people tuners like me. And I know there's a lot of tuners out there that build motors and build suspension, and it gives us a lot of pride when we go out and we work with guys and we build them bikes and make them comfortable and make them go fast and then you get to go out there to the races and see them do well you live vicariously through them and it, it gives you almost the same sensation it does when you're racing on your own and uh, it's a thrill um, you know I do this for a living I run SMS racing which we're a, a KTM store and we, we do sus motors and suspension as well um, but at the same time, it's a passion, and, and I love this. And when we're out there on the weekends, uh, it's, it's like I'm racing. Even though I'm not getting on the bike, it's like I'm racing, and it, and it, it feels the same. And uh, I really, really enjoyed last year uh, doing the East Coast rounds that we did. We got in the top ten, and uh, I felt like for a rookie that was a, was a great accomplishment. And uh, this year, I feel like our bikes are a lot better. I know for a fact that our bikes are knocking out five and a half, six more horsepower on the dyno than they did last year. And I think our our chassis handle is, is that well. Just because Josh gained weight while he was sitting on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> they they say if you can. <laughs> there are some dyno tricks where you can make some big numbers, but I'm not 100 percent sure that was what we used to make the big numbers this year. I would love to tell you the sign language that I'm getting right now, but that's just not right legal. Oh. Yeah, Woody's Why are you driving your beer? Wood, Woody's number one. That's what we just determined is Woody's number one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow up the first and the third with the number one. That is a, dude, you're throwing your meat at me now. San Diego. San Diego? Yes. Are we about to get chicken skin? <laughs> I would like to oh, see, I'd like to show you guys how much better I am right now because I've had ball man's balls in my face before. <laughs> <laughs> Pays me at all. I just gotta go with it, you know? <laughs> right, I can handle it. I can handle you see this real man right here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to college. Calm down, Woody. 
Shit was paid for before I graduated. What's up? <laughs> no, seriously. I'm not going to lie, though. Everybody is having a good time here. We appreciate everybody that came out to SMS tonight to have a lot of fun with us. One of the things we do have to thank is some of our sponsors. Good partners of ours here at Seatons. It's Fly Racing, which I do believe is y'all's gear of choice for you this year. We are a fly racing team, and we do appreciate the excellent equipment they fix us up with. Quite amazing, which is always a good time for everybody. That partnerships not only are awesome, but are understood and are a good time for everybody. No, but seriously, flyracing.com is where you can learn more about them at the website. And it's is that your meat on the beer? <laughs> some, some meat issues. Yeah, some technical difficulties with your beverage of choice. But uh, Fly Racing has been putting on a lot of a lot of really cool gear lately. Obviously, the hydrogen light. I've been uh, running it at the Enduros lately. Our friend James Hill here as well. He's here tonight. Would you like to come say anything about that, James? No, he says no, he wouldn't. He's like, I want to drink my beer and not be on the internet. And I'm like, that's fine by me. But he won't drink a beer. We're having to force him. <laughs> he's, he's training. He's like, I gotta drive home, folks. I'm a responsible adult. <laughs> he's driving me back. <laughs> yep, so, but no, Fly Racing, uh, if you want to go check out a lot of their new gear, you're going to see some of the stuff that Andrew Short's been wearing, a lot of the stuff that Trey Kinnard's been wearing, uh, the hydrogen light gear. is amazing stuff. You can also get some of the new chest protectors that we've been reviewing lately, and obviously all the Liat braces that they have that have been developed by Liat, designed by Fly Racing, so it's good stuff. Look at that fantastic helmet. That's so oh my god, that is so hot. I feel blinded by awesomeness. <laughs> you can have that too. If you were to go to Fly Racing. will be wearing. Yeah, I'm going to stand next to him and feel dirty and like it. So you should go get one of those so you can feel that as well. Dirty. But only if I'm standing next to you. Which can happen too for a nominal fee. Put that on. Whoa. <laughs> it didn't fit in my mouth nearly as well as I thought it would. <laughs> That's what she said. Flyracing.com. That's where you want to go. It's a good time on the internet. You're going to sell all the stuff you want to buy. Alright, so. Flyracing or X video? What did you want to change in the bikes from this year to, or from last year to this year? Horsepower. I wanted more power. More power. Okay, so, and then for layman's terms of that, what does more power give you when it comes to having a Supercross race bike? Makes it easier on the riders. More power. Mm. Yeah. Explain, explain your 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 smartness. Uh, bigger is better. Mm. All right. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. Your wife's not here. We don't need to church it up. Okay. It's like. No. Okay. So seriously, though, what is what does more horsepower mean on a track like Dallas? We've seen on the animated track map, which still might be changing. We hear, but what what does that mean? Like more horsepower for a rider when they're on one of those trucks. Well, more more power, more torque. Just just honestly makes the rider's life easier. If if he gets a good jump, he's got the power to pull him through the first turn. Um, if we've got Dallas last year had a triple in one of the end zones that probably had a ten foot run at it out of the turn. And more power is clearly gonna make that easier. So okay. he'll have more line choices in the corner. Um, won't have to rail the outside. I mean, we've got a lot of torque this year to, to pull us over the jumps. So. A lot of torque this year to pull us over the jumps. If that's not underneath the logo, I don't know what it should be. Um, so, suspension-wise, any of that black magic voodoo crap being brought in? You got a rail there. Yeah, I love my uh, my suspension pun with the the black magic. But uh, uh, there's no black black magic in there. But uh, anyway, just suspension is all about personalization. Um, I know how to make it work on a Supercross track. The main thing is you should just be like, I know how to make it work. 
I know how to make it work. I can work it. I can, I can, I can wink, huh? Yeah. That's odd. Sean is a lucky lady. But it's about personalization. You just got to make the, no two guys ride the same. You just got to get out there and work with your guys and see what makes them comfortable. Mm. Man, there are so many places I want to go with that kind oh, of statement. Yes. I believe that he's got a cool <laughs> nickname for the electric start also. Oh, the, uh... do you have a cool nickname for the electric start? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the side of a hill and don't want to kick my bike button? No, no it's, it's the big black uh, something of bike starters. Uh, once you, uh, <laughs> you, you uh, never go back. <laughs> once you go back, you never go back. That's what he's trying to get at. The electric start. Electric start by the black. He told me earlier. Who, who lets him in? Did you invite him? I don't know. Yeah. He does have my hat on, though, which I don't know if I want it back, but no, I do. So, you know what that means? I had the, the point is, the electric start on the KTMs will ruin you, and you'll never want to go back. You went from like. Don't touch that black microphone. Why the black if you wouldn't mind reaching into that ye yellow bag there and picking out my last uh, little unmanly gluten-free beverage. <laughs> oh my it, goodness. Uh, does it does it have a cap that needs to be popped off by you? Okay. Did you just tear ass? I can pop it off for you. <laughs> I mean, I could have. No, I did not fart oh, though. Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, <laughs> What's that? Is that a KTM tool that comes in your pack when you buy one? <laughs> that it is. Yes, it is. Why? That it is. Because they like it when you have your beverages. After you ride. And I'm, ooh, look at that. He's like, he knows what's up with promoters. I'm having a crisp. Well, let's talk about this. What are you drinking? Um, <laughs> a double X. Double <laughs> X. It looks like 4X, though, in his eyes at the moment. <laughs> 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 uh, it's a Hispanic beverage. It's quite tasty. Did you did you start drinking that the first time like thirty years ago when you did the ISD? Uh, raced in Mexico. The first time I ever drank this was actually racing in Mexico. You were like sixteen. I was. Wow, I gotta think about that one. Uh, 1995, my buddy Destry Abbott introduced me to a circuit hey. and took me racing in Mexico. Hey. And we finished on the beach in Mexico with the double X girls waving the checkered flag. I think I'd start drinking that too. I'm not gonna lie. I've been to some World Enduros and some ISDEs. They know how to dress their women over there. As oh. much as you almost can't handle. <laughs> or I guess as least as you almost can't handle. Either way, it wasn't much. Alright, so we're going to get to a point now where I want you to introduce uh, some of the team members that we have on coming this year for uh, powered by SMS Racing Team. Jesus, we're trying to run a damn show here, man! 
That is like the worst accent I've ever had. Okay, so <laughs> they've got they've, they've got some uh, some new guys on the team this year, uh, and I want Brian to introduce them just because of the fact that we've talked about multiple names tonight, and they have many. They've got fun nicknames. They've got fun Saturday night names. They've even had some Friday afternoon names. I just want to make sure we get them all right. That the B squad feels you know as named up as they need to be. I'm just kidding. They're not the B squad. The B squad. They raised one. <laughs> you know, so do we have the 50s ready? Are they gassed up? Oh, we got the Strider. What the hell, guys? Where's the 50s? Where's the First Strider? Strider race, and they're late to the line. Yeah, this is going over swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about what happened in, uh, in Diego? Oh, gosh. Adam, do you realize you just ducked into the camera? <laughs> Okay, I was like, you could have just walked through and probably, I would have, but you like ducked in your face. No, it was a zippy face. Close up time. Guys, I'm here. <laughs> do not mind me. Should, should we do one at a time here? Or should we? Are you kicking my mic? I didn't kick anything. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, uh, tall guy with the SMS hoodie on. What's your name? Sam. Sam. Who's first? Tell us who's going to be first. Everybody! Yeah! Are we in the picture here? Not really. Not really. You're good. Your hair looks amazing. Hey, fix the hair! Tell me someone's in This is the very sexy Scuba Steve. So, Stephen Clark, out of England. What's the name of the city? Stourbridge. Stourbridge, where's that? Stout, no one will know, so don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Is it still in the UK? Yes. That's some still little done. candies that come in little wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark Weeks, yes it is. <laughs> okay, so, Scuba Steve, out of England, spent uh, the last two years in Australia. So, uh, is that why he picked up that shitty yeah. accent? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what the girls say. Man. Right? Did you pick up? What about the Chad Reed bling? Is that what you? Oh! <laughs> yeah, these are expensive. It's like oh, there's a cubic security in this. Eleven dollars from Walmart. Eleven bucks from Walmart. You got Walmart. the expensive ones. <laughs> so, so uh, how how are the ladies in Australia? Oh, uh, they're pretty good. They're. Uh, a bit more town than they are in England, as there's a bit more sun, but uh, no, they'd be pretty good to me. <laughs> okay, okay. Can, can they tell an English accent in Australia? Yeah. Okay. No, well, it's funny, every time I'm in America and someone asks me where I'm from, they guess Australia, but anyone that knows an Australian, we sound nothing alike. And it's a bit annoying, to be honest, because I'm always <laughs> <laughs> down, really. But, but, uh, so, just. How does the old English accent work here in Texas so far? Um, well, not too bad, I couldn't say. Um, it seems to work. Oh! oh. You know he's not actually going to make it to the race on Saturday. Don't worry, I puked there last year. <laughs> That's what I heard. Well. What did you just ask? You just asked, oh, training. Hey, he didn't finish his question. Yeah, he never finished his question. Oh, yeah, no, you asked. I already said, I asked. I was like, am I going to answer it for him? I don't know what's going on here. What was your question? Oh, it was just about how. Did you get that in a sentence? That was. Boom! What? What? Generally, the English accent works pretty well here in America. I think he needs to eat that piece. 
Yeah, it's worked for me everywhere I go. Uh, every time I talk to the girls, I put it on a bit strong. I'm like, oh, hello, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deny it, yeah. I use it to my advantage for sure. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, anyway, you've been on the factory uh, Suzuki team in Australia the last two years. Mm -hmm. Before that, you... Uh, you grew up basically in your teenage years here in the U.S. at uh, at MTF, yeah. uh, training with the boys down there on a regular basis, and, and did your amateur years and here. And Bill Sapps' mom. <laughs> yep, Colleen. Yeah. Lady uh, will train some men up. From what I hear, she kicked your ass on a regular basis. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so grew up there at, at MTF and, and throwing down here in the U.S. on the on the amateur circuit, and spent two years in the pro ranks here in the U.S. And uh, anyway, what, what was your best finish here in the US um, when you first turned pro? Um, my first year in Supercross, uh, I had a fifth uh, Indy Supercross actually and ended up 10th overall in the Supercross series, East Coast Lights. And Motocross, uh, I believe, 7th was my best finish. But, uh, no, I had a lot of success, it was cool. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, I had a two year break going over to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna like that shit. Man. Look at him. <laughs> It's like two oranges in a garbage bag. He's like, I'm gonna manscape just to make him look better. It didn't do any good, Josh. <laughs> okay, so so uh, anyway, the last two years in Australia, and uh, uh, things went pretty well down there. And uh, anyway, a couple of top fives for the series in Australia. We had a couple of injuries as well. Got fourth this past year in the Australian Supercross series. And uh, but the goal is to come back here to the U.S. I'm assuming that's that's the long-term goal is to get back here. And uh, what brought you to our team, to the SMS uh, Shea Racing Supercross team? Um, well, yeah, like you said, I spent uh, the last like 18 months in Australia racing. You know when you give them the mic, you're going to get way too long. <laughs> right. No, that's good. I like talking. I talk a lot. And uh, when uh, yeah, I came back and you know I didn't really have anything on the table, and my buddy Sean Panovich put me in touch with you guys and. Uh, you guys are willing to go out on a limb and give me another chance to try and make a name for myself again over here and hopefully put some good results, get that SMS bike out in the main events and uh, just go from there. You know, round one is going to be tough. You know, I haven't had much training, but uh, I know it's in my heart somewhere. To, I know how to ride a supercross track, so we'll just do our best. The, uh, yeah, we tested the race bike this week and that thing's kicking ass. We've got a lot of horsepower out of it, what you were talking about earlier, so it definitely makes it easier for me and Brad as a rider and uh, you know, hopefully we'll try and get some hole shots. So um, so you had a little injury, so what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell us about your injury and why it's difficult for you to be ready for Dallas. Uh, yeah, well, I had a pretty bad crash. He's uh, a lot like, my of people ego seen is that beat. On, uh, Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> on YouTube, uh, went over the bars pretty big on a triple and uh, had to have a couple surgeries on my wrist. And you know, it's just been tough getting back from it. You know, I lost a lot of movement. It's in my throttle hand, so I had to fucking chicken wing it everywhere. I go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Which looks cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. elbow down, and you just yeah. learn to deal with your injuries and just you know push forward and. Um, yeah, just been a bit behind the eight ball getting into supercross training, but you know, just gonna make it work and like I said, try and get into that main event and do what we can do and just progress from there, really.
There you go. All right, I want to ask a couple questions because I've got questions. Oh, I mean, is that okay? Yes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Just, do we have to actually get this back and forth, or no? I mean, I figure I can just hold it and he can yell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody like that. You heard it right there. Okay. One of the things I want to know is that you've done obviously really well uh, in uh, the Supercross East before. You did really, you know, top five there. But then as well, you did top five or top four in Australia. So how does that compare? You know, we've talked about Ben Townley and stuff, people, him going over to motocross, Supercross, and then you know, wrecking a lot and stuff. But I think it's interesting to know, like, how does how do those races compare? What do you think? Any of that kind of racing has uh, you know, prepared you for coming back and trying to uh, you know get a top five again, if not better, and, and to move forward that way. I want to know. Okay. We fans want to do. To answer the question, it's actually uh, the track builders fly over from America. The same guys that build some of the Supercross over here. So the tracks are a lot similar to you know the AMA Supercross. Just you know instead of having two rhythm sections and two whoop sections, there's uh, there's only like one of each. So the lap times a little shorter, but the jumps and everything are uh, just as big. And they've got some good riders over there. We got uh, a couple of the guys from the Australian Supercross series I was racing with are over here right now doing West Coast. Uh, Josh Kasia and Cade Mosig, and they're you know making it into the mains every weekend and. Uh, putting in some pretty good results, so that kind of puts a little more pressure on to me, so i got to try and beat their results and, uh, you know, try and do that. But it's good. Uh, Josh Hansen went over to race in Australia in 2010, so I think it's pretty good practice, you know. You can't, there's no better practice than ra uh, racing, you know, yeah. to get ready for the round, so. No, I think it's benefited me a lot, and the last time, last I raced was Supercross, and uh, before that with my injury was 11 months prior to that was also Supercross, so it's been pretty much Supercross only for me at the moment, and uh, no, I think it's good, it's played into my favour, just you know, getting used to this KTM, I've rode Suzuki's pretty much my whole life, so you know, Brian's uh, hooked me up with a good bike, with the SMS National Switchgear teams, really, uh, like I said, went out on a limb to try and you know, put me back in that main event and uh, get some good results. Alright, quick then, because Suzuki KTM. <laughs> Obviously, you know, there's been a lot, of, a lot of guys have come off of blue bikes and gone to Suzuki's. Um, been turning a lot better. Been, they have performed a lot better on Suzuki's, but now you're going to be on a KTM off of Suzuki's. So, what are the big differences that you've noticed coming off of Suzuki down to a KTM? Well, you know, the, as a rider, we all pretty much, at the level we're at, you know, we all kind of just get used to a bike pretty much right away. Once you build good suspension and a good motor, they all feel pretty much the same. Uh, after you've done about 400 laps on a supercross track, you know, they, yeah. all, they all feel pretty similar. And it's all about just getting a good setup. And me and Brian work hard getting uh, a good suspension setup, and he's built me some really badass motors. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, there's a lot of similarities in the bikes. And uh, they look a lot different, they're a different color, but, you know, they both got two wheels, they both got suspension, and they both got a throttle and a clutch that we have to twist off. So. Yeah, Especially you with the chicken yeah, wing. Big chicken wing on the elbow. But, yeah. uh, sat here can we get you a cape that can just kind of like a yeah. sail? No, if they'll slow me down. We don't need right. to be doing that. We don't need that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind taking this little bad girl out there on the super crush track. Huh? So, yeah, you know there's uh, probably kids on those that'll beat you because they're going to do another like, KTM Junior race. Yeah, yeah Dallas will that. be KTM Junior Supercross Challenge. Wow. Well, Round I two, right? Yep. Round two. Brian. First that.
Uh, yes, we actually have. Uh, we have one of our customers, Ryder Verzak, that will be racing the KTM Junior Supercross Challenge. At Dallas. At Dallas. Yeah. Saturday Everybody give a holler for Ryder. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell us the last bit of awesomeness and maybe some inappropriate things that you've done in your life. Oh, God. No, we're not going there. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. Just a little low down maybe, maybe on Scuba. Her I don't know. Um, because Scuba had an accident over the winter, racing a Supercross. Uh, he just got on us on the Supercross track a week ago today. So uh, this guy's got some serious talent, and uh, it'll be really impressive to see him in the main event after only being on a Supercross track for a week and a half before the first round. Give me impressive seeing me in the main event. I'm not gonna be in the main. I would event. like to see that mustache hanging at the bottom. <laughs> 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 you wanna touch it? Get in there. Yeah. Oh. When this goes on live, go to my other website and we will then go back live. Are you going to take them or are you going to introduce the next? What are you doing, man? This is your show. Not my show. I'm just glad I'm here. <laughs> right? I'm just riding your coattails. You got to choke a little bit more. All right. <laughs> Apparently, he's riding my coattails. That's way better than we did this past weekend because you were riding my ass. It's horrible. Scuba sneeze. Thanks, buddy. I'm out. Oh, we're going to take my 50 down the street, eh? Oh. No. I'm going to run this guy back and I'm going to get some like, delicious pizza brought to us by your vet. Babyface Ripple is on his way in here because he's got his own 50. That was his intro music and he mi totally missed the barge. He's like, I don't even like your webcam. I'm about to ruin your microphone there. No, no, totally Brian fucked that one up later. I'm still blaming you. It's just drunk. It's on your side. It's your mic. No, it's yeah. your mic. I'm Whoa. pretty sure you paid for it. Yeah, it's yeah. All right. Kind of screwed up. So, Stephen, really quick, because of the fact that you're there, tell him how he needs to get more in the shot. It's like he looks Quite good. Down. Hey, Caleb, Caleb, don't yeah. fucking touch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Is there a viewfinder on that that let, makes you feel? Let's move it back the other way. Yeah, look at yeah. this little Let's guy. undo oh, what we did. Okay, can we get a camera of this little bike here? Look at all the parts on this thing. I just want to say whatever's between your legs looks quite awesome. It's what she said. I know. That's, that's what a lot of them have said. It's not the first time. All right, so we got we got baby face cripple. What was it? Baby face cripple. All right. So Brian, go ahead. Introduce us to your next little teammate here. 
He's actually the taller teammate. I'm going to go ahead and say that now. But I want to know about him. He's got his hips. He's not as good as mine. Alright, yeah, he's like, ah! The whole time we were trying to get shit on the internet, you were like, oh, I know, but wait. Cool. I was getting tired. I had to drink Red Bull waiting for you guys. Jeez. You guys got okay, this is, this is Brad. And as of today, because we made up a new nickname, Babyface Ripple. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's like 15. Right. Right. He's really like 45. 31, pushing it. Something like that. So, yeah. He's so, young to me, but old to Supercross. He's, he's, he's legal for a bet class. He's just legal. But he will be He will be making the kids look poor by being in the main event at Dallas and the remaining rounds following that. So, Brad, tell us a little bit about your history. So, did you uh, did you ride Supercross last year here in the U.S.? Yes, I did ride here in the U.S. Uh, last year, man, it's been yeah, it's been a few years. I've been in and out of uh, Lights East and you know top twenties here and there. Just really the last three or four years i kind of just been doing it like with with no help come midway last year Kilbarger and levi and john and all those guys stepped up and, and helped me with the bike but up until there i was kind of just showing up with suspension dude and handlebars and borrowing practice bikes and just going racing so um where i'm at right now is 10 10 steps ahead of where i've really been in the last uh, six or seven years so i think uh, i got a good ball rolling and i think we're going to keep it going so you think this might be your best year yet Oh, it's definitely going to be, um, just because of the, the extra time I've had on the on the seat and, and riding before the season, and then I'll continue to be able to ride once the season takes off. The past, I've not been able to practice. I just show up on Saturday and I race, and then uh, I go home and you know, do the chores at the house pretty much, and then go back to the racetrack. So, uh, I mean, I remember years back of man, getting hurt, breaking an ankle or something. I'll go home and sit on the couch for six weeks and just go straight back. The first three years of my Supercross career, never practiced on Supercross. So I've kind of just sit, taught it taught myself. Put it in his mouth. hear him? Oh, you can't hear me? Sorry. Um, so I kind of chopped myself over the time and, and just ran with it. And here we are today. And go for some top tens this year. So, so you took a, an interesting trip in the off-season. Uh, tell us about where you went in the off-season. Yeah, I actually did. Uh, in June, I went to Sri Lanka <laughs> through Naveen, uh, powered by Naveen. He helped me out over there to get me. Doing the FIM uh, yeah, section this somehow? Yeah, and, and they were tied in. Once I got through Sri Lanka, I met some Indian riders and whatnot. I got to go back to India for another three weeks through the FIM and the FMSCI. And, uh, I had a great time over there. You know, I met a lot of really good people. Um, you know, it is a different lifestyle. It is a different world. It's it's not what we have here, but it really opened my eyes to 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 the reality of you know American America and, and what other people do have and, and don't have. So I I don't know. I liked it. You know, I, I met like I said, I met a lot of good people, and you know, it, it was a little different over there, but everybody was happy. So. I, I, I loved it, to be honest. What, what was your primary reason for being over there? What uh, I was doing MX schools. I was working with the kids and, and kind of, you know, explaining to them and showing them American Supercross. They watch it and stuff like that on the TV, so they brought me over. I helped them design a couple of the tracks, you know, started lifting things off the ground and... Uh, 
it, it just kind of opened their eyes a little bit. You know, they, they didn't even really catch on or think, you know, about the human body to itself. If you work it, it'll actually heal itself 100%. So. T- telling me, uh, or tell the guys about uh, some of the sweet rides, some of the sweet bikes that they rode over there. And, uh, and tell them about uh, their sweet uh, track shaping uh, uh, abilities over there. Yeah, that was different. Um, the bikes, you know, they were they were kind of like XR75s in a way, or, or like those old school kind of that that style of chassis. You know, with I would I would compare it to a KLX 160 motor now, like a good, good you know good head motor. Um, so they ran about that way, but yeah, they're monoshocks and um, you know, conventional forks and things like that. So. For them to get a, you know, what they call a foreign bike is what we race every weekend, and, and that's our, our Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, Kawasaki, all that. Um, you know, there's a steep bike over there with the tactics. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, for, for them to get what they have, they're just a few few stages behind us. You know, we, we, it did come through the states in America the same way. It's just you gotta. They're just a few steps behind. They were, they were different. All right, all right. Tell me what a bobcat. Uh, like a little bobcat track shaper looks like in India. Like me. (laughs) (laughs) So they they literally literally they take a hoe and they had like a flat blade shovel on it backwards and uh, (laughs) manual labor over there is a little cheaper and and they would go out at the end of the day and and totally redo all the whoops, the berms, every jump and we'd come back and it would look picture perfect and uh, you know, hats off to them. Those guys worked super hard for for the little they did get, but man, they did do a heck of a job with it. I'll tell you, because most of it was built with a backhoe, and then these guys would go out there and break the clumps down and shape everything in, and then they would pack it with some weight or, or something you know, with, with the machine or whatnot. But uh, you know, without those guys out there building all the bridges and building, just like our helpers do around in America, but you know, they they do it like you know next to nothing and just right. smiling all day because they're a dollar. Yeah, and and. But for them to be a part of it, you know, they're excited to, to do that. So, so a backhoe uh, and a bobcat in India looks like 20 guys with shovels, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot a lot of handwork is, is, is there and being done. And like, they'll, they'll build that and totally flatten it out. It'll be gone for the year, just like we do. And then they come back to the field and build another one the next year for the few rounds I went to. Now, don't get to quote me on all the other rounds of them. I only made it to, uh, to two of the Supercross rounds. So... Um, I, I didn't get to see if there's any other maybe stationary tracks they they do use. So so just like scuba, tell us what some of your career highlights are to this point. Um, I won Loretta's in '94 when I was a 50 on on a 50. I mean, I was a little kid. Um, man, yeah, won a few PW. Okay. And uh, one of you arena crosses throughout the, the span of it. 07, I finished third to Tyler Bowers and uh, maybe that there were when I was kind of coming up, and then the economy kind of crashed. I didn't have practice bikes and things like that, so I just kind of like just wing it really if yeah. you want to say for the, for the rest of the times and, and doing it because I can and, and I have fun doing it, you know. So it's not something you can do your whole life, and you know, I've never really made a dollar doing it. Yeah, um, but beggars can't be choosers, and I grew up with no with nothing and really no money, so it's not like it's a different lifestyle for me. So I just run it and, and have fun and live day to day, and just glad I'm here. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, so now that you're here now, though, and, you know, you're kind of in a situation you're at where you've got, you know, KTM, uh, we've got S SMS Racing backing you on the KTMs, um, and, you know, the rest of the team and stuff like that. And, you know, how, how do you think about that moving forward? I mean, does any of that, is there any team pressure here? Is there any kind of situation where you feel like you have to perform, or do you feel like now you're just kind of given a situation where you're able to perform um, and kind of moving forward like that? How does that, you know, how do you think about that mentally? You know, mentally, I'm I'm okay with it. I know where I belong. I know how much further I could push it in, in years past. I knew where I really belonged at. And I don't know. I'm just real consistent. You know, I'm not going to overdo it or, or things like that because I want to be there to the end. Um, it takes a lot off. There's no pressure. I don't believe I'm going to even put any pressure on. I know where we need to be, and I know where we will be. Um, I feel comfortable. Everything's working underneath me. You know, I've never even tested suspension before until I came here. So, I, I'm, like I said, the best I'm, shit ever for me. You know, You're like, like you say, it's, if you can build the bike to work for you, and all it takes is you and another guy that knows what's going on here, right? And, and to get it clicking. And not saying you know my stuff is going to work for anybody in here to go blaze a set of whoops. It probably won't, but I'll tell you what, I know what it's going to do. And that's what matters in building the rider confidence. But like you said, it, it, it actually takes the pressure off of me because now, I'm like you said, I'm in the situation where I can't perform it, I can't go out and do it and show it. And it doesn't, but the only thing it changes is, is my attitude on, on coming in. You know, I'm not negative and I'm not down or sad. Like, man, what am I going to do? You know? So if anything, it's going to help me. So I'm actually in a better position now. And there is no pressure. I don't think there's any pressure because I know where I belong and I've been doing it long enough. And now I think we're, we're, you know, my, the ball's rolling. I think we're going to do what we need to do. It's a good court for you to play in. Yes, exactly. Ball's yeah. in my court now. We're kind of dealing with it. It feels like it should go that way. Um, have you been to the, Dallas, the new Dallas Stadium? The Cowboy Stadium? Yes. Have you raced there? Yeah. The last three, four Some years. big ass lights to perform in, huh? Oh, yeah. Big, big old screen, too. Yeah. You're going to make this shit look good? Yeah, I think um, I know we'll make it look good. I know we'll be very. Just, uh, all, I just need all the cards to follow, you know, like anybody else with racing. Like, I'm from the leaper, like Ricky said, as you build your own luck, you put yourself in the situation to figure out what you're going to do. And if all those other little pieces of the puzzle, you have to have a little bit of luck go with it. Yeah. You know, my timing is on key, everything's on key, but everything just needs to go my way. I need to make sure I'm in the right place at the right time, and I think everything's through twice ahead. It's just like the interface is a little bigger, but you can get stuck on the inside somewhere or, or something and whatnot. And, you know, give up a little bit to, to gain a lot. All right, we don't, we, we don't want you to do that at all. Hey, Scooby Steve. I'm gonna pull that out of your. Uh, <laughs> you wanna come here? What? Why? What? 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 So, I just have to say thank you very much to SMS Racing. This guy right here, that guy right there. I can't touch his hair, but I really want to. And Don't mess up, takes you off. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm afraid of. And the thing is, is that they've really uh, SMS has always been really supportive of what we've done, not just as seat time, but as racers, as friends. They've always supported uh, myself as a racer. I really appreciate it. Um, it's always a good time. We do kind of have 
um, I guess, a special ending in mind for this episode. Um, but before I get there, I, I, we, we've been kind of in-depth with our writers here. So I do want to say thank you. We have two more partners to thank. Um, do you have the music, Stephen, or do they need to have the music? No, no, I ain't got nothing. So we're just going to go with whatever finds out? Okay, yeah. we'll just wait. Hey. Hey. Uh, Whoa! Hey, simmer down. We have partners that we have to thank for Seat Time because of the fact that they are awesome to have as partners of Seat Time. So they are not all partners of yours, but it's okay. The Rye PG has done a very, very, very phenomenal job with helping out Seat Time. We really, really appreciate their support. Um, if you can, go to RyePG.com, which is Power Sport Graphics, and what you're going to do is you're going to be able to find a way to get 40% off. Ready to ship? 40%? 40%. Oh, we can just for watching the show? Um, hello? 40! Dude, Nobody this is seat time, baby! Yeah. We Pop don't roll loud. There you go! No, what you do is you go to the site, you click on one of them links that you're like, oh my god, it's the beautifulest thing ever, I want on my motorcycle. You click on it, you go, ready to ship, boom. It's at your door, you save 40% because of the fact that you've watched Seat Time. That's a good deal. Solid. And of course, Squarespace. So Squarespace, a lot of people aren't going to know about that in the moto industry, but I think more people do need to know about it. Because of the fact that you can build phenomenal, exceptional websites at squarespace.com slash seat time. That is where you want to go to check it out if you want to get a trial run. So you're like, oh man, you know... I've kind of got some pictures, I've kind of got some videos. I want to put myself out there. I want to make a little bit better presence for myself on the internet. Well, this is the way you can do it because of the fact that it's super easy. You can get in there and you can make it happen. So, squarespace.com slash seat time. And if you decide to purchase, the code is seat time one. So, that's going to save you 10% right there off of that. I think that's a very phenomenal uh, way to make it awesome. So, as I said, we have. So, thank you very much to all of our partners to Fly Racing, to Ride PG, which is Power Sport Graphics and as well to Squarespace. Please go check them all out. We do have a fun little ending here. Steven's going to move the camera around. Uh, I'm going to try to edit this later if it goes to shit. But you know what? <laughs> I can't tell you that this hasn't been the best time that I've had in an SMS racing shop in a while. So so while everybody kind of just wanders up here and plays patty cake, go ahead and pull the camera back. Don't start the music yet. Let's all just kind of come up here. Come on. Storm, come on in. Everybody, everybody. Tyler, come on in. We need to get everybody in here. And everybody, uh, pull, pull some, can you pull some stuff back here so Tyler doesn't run it over? While we're getting ready here, I'd like to thank some of our team sponsors. First of all, I'd like to thank the, the two guys that were given a shot to ride for us this year. I feel like our true enthusiasts. I feel like both these guys are ultra-talented, and I feel like if we just give them the opportunity that we're giving them, um, there's no telling what they're capable of. But uh, anyway, are we ready? Everybody doing a little patty cake? We rolling along? I want to thank Comfort Roofing for supplying the pizza. Yeah, the beer. We had a great. Everybody had a good time tonight.
Can we get the camera on him for blowing out me?